0: Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. Welcome to our episode for Daredevil Episode 2. We're going to be just covering Episode 2 of Daredevil, so if you're caught up to Episode 2 of Daredevil with us, you can listen to this podcast. If not, I would get off now because we're going to start spoiling it like crazy. Um we have a we have a guest host tonight Dave Robertson from maladjusted.tv uh so go check out his videos but today he's going to be talking with me about Daredevil episode 2 what did you think of Daredevil episode 2
1: Dave well i you know you, you said that uh, we're going to be doing spoilers and uh, i mean that's true anyone should get off and i definitely got off watching Daredevil Ah. Um, oh. <laughs> uh. that's uh that is a crass joke you made. It is. I understand that's how you do things here. <laughs> no nah, man, we're clean as a whistle.
0: No whistle jokes.
1: Um yeah. anyway, Daredevil episode <laughs> two. Daredevil episode two, my friend. What'd you think? Um I thought I had a good uh, shocking opening opening of Matt beaten and bloodied in the garbage can. That was friggin' amazing. Yeah, that was pretty sweet. Um,
0: Especially where we left off in episode one where he's you know bounding from a rooftop to go save that kid i was like i thought we were going to pick up right there and have like a nice chase sequence or fight sequence or, but no we just get to see the result of the fight
1: <laughs> yeah i really loved that I because like the last bit was just like oh he's about to go be a badass and oh that didn't work out
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i like uh, i like that they trust the audience enough to uh fill in that gap they didn't they didn't worry about having to show
1: us every little bit of that I don't know about you, but I'm really enjoying the idea that they're just like picking up right where the last episode left off. Um, it makes it all feel more immediate. Um, but I, I do, I really do like that they they cut the 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 shot out of him actually fighting and because that's a good few hours. That could be a, that could have been like a whole episode's worth. It like, really could have, as he's like telling Rosario that, Dawson that like everything that went down.
0: Yeah, it shows that they're 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 motivated to move the story forward. Um, they, they don't, they don't, they're not worried about include, oh, we have to include every fight sequence. Cause to be honest, uh, a fight sequence can be boring if there's just a bunch of yeah. them for no reason. Uh, now there was really only one fight sequence in this episode and I know it's mm-hmm. at the end, but damn that was yeah. one of the best oneers I've ever seen. Uh, only, yeah. only to be rivaled by the oneer from Serenity, probably, maybe from Avengers. Uh, <laughs> but uh, that, that, that one shot from the moment they show that hallway, it never cuts away. It shows, it shows the the man taking the the food to the boy. It shows the 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 gangsters sitting by themselves, and that you never see that in tv no. if you have if you have fighting it, it's either going to look crappy or, or they're going to cut constantly because they're hiding bad choreography bad stunt work they didn't hide anything it's it's an entire it's seven it's a uh, no five and a half minute
1: long shot and it never cuts away you know what i felt like it I, it reminded me of the um the old bits from scooby-doo where you see like the criminals running in and out of doors in different hallways <laughs> um It felt like sort of a macabre cartoon, but I love that it was. I love how beaten he looks. I love how, like, they're just kind of swaggering around, like, they're almost drunk. They're just punched drunk. Yeah. Like, the guys are getting up trying to attack him, and he's just still walloping him, but. Oh, my God. It was so good. Me and Jeff talked about
0: it in in our episode one talk, uh, so I don't want to retread it too much. But we talked about how great the choreography is in the show. He doesn't look like a refined hero. He doesn't look like a Thor or an Iron Man or whatever. He looks like, uh, like a brawler. Like like a like, like a blind boxer. Like that's the that's what's so so cool about this character and the choreography and how it's a the choreography itself is an extension of the character, you know?
1: Well see, I think they've got just enough of just like complete badassery uh with this character where he's, you know, able to Flip at a diagonal angle, and <laughs> yeah, that's and true. We, we yeah, gun away. From the guy. That's like
0: he's got this one diagonal flip kung, kung fu kick, and it's like that's the only kung fu he learned. <laughs> Everything else is like punch, <laughs> punch, 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 diagonal kick, punch, punch. I feel like I'm
1: playing a video game. <laughs> like which, yeah, which I, I really enjoyed that. Um, now, from the trailer, I would assume that that the old the old man's stick is gonna pop in and teach him a couple more things.
0: Yeah, yeah. So so uh, we're well and, and I'm assuming he already knows all those things. I'm thinking that uh, the, from the trailer we do know he gets some training. Um and <laughs> I'm I'm excited to see like what what exactly his how his training develops. Um I've been I've been a little vocal on the podcast uh, uh recently talking about how I think that Gotham is the best comic book show on TV. Not more. Uh, yeah exactly like uh they they are doing what gotham did like with the dark and gritty blah blah, blah but way better um gotham has been uh, a, a better show to me it's just more cinematic the the cinematography is better but the also also the characterizations are generally better they even have a young kid learning about learning to be a superhero um, but they're also showing us the actual superhero, you know, <laughs> like right. it, it's, it's doing a lot of the things that we would all love to see Gotham do. Um, and so I'm really, really impressed. And also the, the this episode, they show the shot of his father dead in the alley uh, and him mm-hmm. crying over his father's body. That was almost an exact re re shooting of the scene from Gotham. Mm-hmm. Uh, which happens in the first few moments of the series. But what right. I said from the beginning with Gotham was you needed to get to know those parents to have that have any weight. It right. just felt like, oh, they're putting those panels on the screen, those those comic panels on well, the screen. Well, this, they did that almost exact shot, but it meant so much more because we had two episodes to get to know Jack Murdock.
1: To be fair to Gotham, though, I mean, they, they're not... We 're not really supposed to get to know the Waynes. we get to know the Waynes later on. The whole catalyst for the show is that the Waynes have been killed and who did it on I just thought that um, was a mistake
0: i, I think I've, I've, right. that's what I've, I've said that on our podcast before. I know you weren't you were ear for that one, but i've said that before yeah. that I think that was a big mistake of Gotham leaving. Uh, you know if if they'd done something I've never really seen done which is like show his actual relationship with his parents for a few episodes and then had killed them and that the weight of that would have been so much more and that's what they did with this they had that same shot same iconic down the alleyway shot but it's like oh crap I really care about uh, Jack Murdoch
1: yeah, right before uh, recording this, I recorded uh, the radio show. I'm a part of the Entertainment Roundtable. And as I boiled it down for them so far, I would say it's the best of Gotham, the best of Arrow without the CW bullshit.
0: Yeah, exactly. It, it, really, it really is. Um, it, well, and also, <clears throat> I was thinking about Arrow and, and Flash. And a big thing they do in Arrow and Flash is they talk about um, how much they love their city. But you never <laughs> get a sense of their city. Yeah, this episode did what I've never seen a show do with uh, Foggy and Karen going around right. town when he's in that bar and he describes the different characters in the bar. And even though they have some troubles and how dirty they look and gross. Right. But how they all have good hearts, how this one, you know, whatever, he does the food drive. And he points at the one guy's like, yeah, he's a criminal, but he's 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 working it out um, that that scene established Hell's Kitchen as a real character and not just a MacGuffin that, you know, uh, Oliver Queen or Barry Allen can say, I have to save my city. You know, it's like now those those characters in that one scene and that entire evening of Foggy and Karen walking around exploring the Mm -hmm. city and really established for me that there is a city there and that there's people in that city populating it. And it, sh- it made me care about daredevil city. And so when he's fighting to save that kid's life, I was on board, like fully on board with him say, trying to save that kid's life.
1: Yeah. And let me just say, just like right off the bat, going into like child trafficking, you know, human trafficking, like this is already such a darker show than anything I've seen on arrow. Yeah. Like, well, or gotham really oh yeah oh yeah absolutely well the darkest
0: thing i've seen on any comic book show ever which was him stabbing that guy in the eye yeah i thought for sure rosario dawson was going to be like um uh you know what are you doing why are you torturing him and no she steps up and says uh here's how you hurt him <laughs> like that was crazy
1: right. blew my mind and then he pushes him off the roof when he pushed know, him off the roof i, I went, shit I
0: didn't do. I think I
1: yelled shit. I didn't think, I was like,
0: uh, Alyssa, uh, my girlfriend was watching with me. She had to leave the room to take a phone call, but I had to finish so we could record this podcast. And so I'm, I'm watching right. it without her. And she just hears me from the other room. Shit. <laughs> She's like, what is happening? Um, and I thought for sure he was like, dead.
1: Instinctual guttural reaction. It wasn't just like, I didn't see it coming that's was, a good thing on the show. Like oh,
0: absolutely. I, I, there's a lot of things I haven't seen coming, and, and one of those being Rosario Dawson's um, telling him to stab him. I didn't see him. Actually, I kind of did see him kicking. I thought he was going to kick him off the roof, but I right. I, I kind of wish he'd killed him. Uh, and I don't know the Daredevil character that well from the comics. I don't know if he kills or not. And I understand that, like, uh, it's, you know, not super kosher for heroes to
1: kill, <laughs> Well, one of the big gripes uh, with the Ben Affleck movie a few years ago was that he was killing all sorts of people right at the beginning of that sh- of that movie.: Oh really. Uh- and by the end of the movie, he had kind of come around to being not a killer. That's but, right.
0: That's right. I remember that. And there was yeah, we tried. We, we almost brought up the, the Ben Affleck Daredevil last episode of the cast. Um, yesterday's episode, and we and we went. Let's
1: not talk about that. <laughs> let's just let's just stick to the new stuff. But no, I think no, we can not talk about that because it's a it's a good proving point. Like oh, yeah. by the way, look well, the, how good this is compared. The interesting thing about that was. the the, the thing that sucked about that part
0: of the movie i remember my complaint about that is he he does he kills person after person and then when it gets to kingpin he's like but him i'll have mercy on yeah it was like he killed all of his henchmen and were like let me leave the problem let me cut out the symptoms and leave the cancer
1: (laughs) i'm not saying that there is a whole lot of improvement like it is a much better movie when you look at it in the director's cut i've heard that um it it suffered from a lot of studio cuts. Yeah. So some of that felt unearned and some of that felt like it was a strange jump in character. Yeah, but we're it, not talking about that yeah, movie. Let's, we're talking let's, about let's, let's talk
0: about this Netflix Daredevil. Um I I really enjoyed Rosaria Dawson's character. Uh she felt real. She felt um I don't know, uh, when, when she gives him the speech, there's been so many points in this show already that I've gotten emotional, like really emotional. Right. Um, uh, and one of those major points was when she's telling him, and this was another thing, we talked about establishing the city, uh, when she's telling him about all the people that he's saved showing up in the yeah. hospital, man, the Matt Murdock doesn't look phased by it. He looks very stoic, but you know in his head he's like, someone's noticing I, i'm like not that he wants the credit but that he's like he's making a difference and he's,
1: he's seeing see someone else sees the difference he's making because so far he's done this in secret you know actually you know when he when she's saying all that and i'm looking at his face it remind that shot reminded me of um his dad the way he looked when they're all chanting chant, chanting murdoch oh yeah absolutely absolutely murdoch 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 it, it, I felt like it was a mirror scene. Oh yeah,
0: I like I like that a lot. I like that a lot. Uh there's a couple great lines that I liked in this. Uh, one was the uh, <laughs> the, the line, um, "Yeah, I see you can take a lot of punishment with no complaints." He's like, "Yeah, that last part's just the Catholicism."
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I I laughed really hard at that. Me too. Um, me too. By the way, Foggy Nelson is amazing yeah
0: no absolutely really funny the girl the girl who's playing with him does a great job too uh karen uh she's really great at playing off kind of the funny character you know being the being the the kind of foil for them to play off and and i mean not that she's not a great character
1: in her own right by the way it's just so refreshing to see like a female in a comic book show that doesn't suck yeah shield is pretty good about it too
0: yeah, the Marvel Cinematic Universe is pretty good with the females, although they Agent haven't... Agent Carter is awesome as well, obviously. Yeah, obvi- obviously, yeah. They haven't really done much with a female lead, with the exception of Agent Carter, but the, the females mm. in there are not... You get so much uh, flack, and a lot a lot of comic book fans get flack for the flack that they give. Sorry, that was a little circular. Sure. Let, me, let me let me start over. I um, <laughs> understood you. <laughs> I got it. They, uh, We're good, baby. A, a lot of times... Comic book fans, and you're 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 definitely one of these. Uh, yeah. Get really annoyed with the female characters on comic book shows, yeah. uh, and a lot of times that's shown as sexism or some sort of like, why are the you know stop stop getting on all the characters? Why why stop you know stop treating you? Just hate them because they're women, and I think what you're saying proves no. that's not not true at least in most cases um normally the women are just not very well portrayed and a lot of times they just come off very whiny or whatever th- these, char- right. these characters so far the two main women have had really great um tone and really great agency of their own uh th- the first scene <laughs> when rosario dawson chooses not to uh, and what's her name in the show do you, uh, do you know Claire. Claire. Oh wait when Rodezero Dawson decides instead of like complaining that he's attacking this guy, uh, she decides to help. Uh that was pretty right. intense. And then on in the first episode when Karen is in prison and reaches up and saves herself by scratching mm-hmm. that guy's eye, it was uh just just both of those moments are like big I they weren't what I was expecting because they're playing against type for female characters. Right. Um and, and that, that that was a huge, that made a huge impact for this for these episodes and the, the outlook on women for this show so far.
1: Yeah, like I, I I do rail against the Laurels and the you know the Laurels and the Sarah's and the Barbara's, you know, of and the irises of, you know, of <laughs> Arrow, Flash, Gotham, all of those. They're actively bad. They're poor. It's <laughs> their their characters have no weight. Already, Karen Page and Daredevil has more weight than any of them combined.
0: I, I agree. Car- I'm team Karen. <laughs> yeah, Just, and they and actually got a good even,
1: actress. That's the exciting right? part. Marvel's doing really well with oh, their actresses.
0: The, all of the actors and actresses on this show so far have been top-notch.
1: Yeah, I'm really actually sad that uh dude that played Daredevil didn't play Arrow now. I, and I love Stephen Amell. Like, he's not the best actor, but he's a geek, and he loves he loves television. But so i respect him on that front and love him for that but god this guy is so good
0: yeah he really is uh charlie cox is just killing it just killing it really is um and i mean i i hear you that you wanted want him to play arrow but i'm happy to have him in our marvel cinematic (laughs) universe personally i want
1: all the things
0: (laughs) (laughs) i want all the good people to play all the things i'm very happy to have him where we have him uh this is a Perfect fit for him, and he's playing the role great. Um, oh man, we we, we I can't we, even I, can't I forgot say enough. he was English. Oh, yeah, I didn't know he was English. Um, I can't say enough about the first scene of the show when he's in the confessional, second scene, I guess, after his uh, him as a child. Uh, right, Charlie yeah. Cox's first monologue in this show
1: was incredible. Incredible, they actually cast well for the kid, too. Like when he's screaming, he that he's blind, I was actually like heart-wrenched you know
0: yeah you know i was definitely heart-wrenched but i gotta say uh just out of out of pure honesty as much as i love this show so far i don't love the kid's screaming voice (laughs) maybe that's just because i wouldn't like to hear a kid scream in real life but there have been two moments where he screamed pretty intensely Uh um one is like for his dad i guess right after he's waking up from becoming blind and the other time was actually when he got hit with the acid or whatever uh-huh. uh both those scenes i thought i did not like the kids like ah! i love the no. kids calm uh calm demeanor as he's like learning and right being himself i really did not like his scream i thought it was a little uh a little
1: over affected or something i the, don't know yeah the one time it was off-putting to me was when he finds his dad and he goes from calling him dad to daddy and that was weird A little bit to me. Yeah, I thought that whole
0: thing, where he keeps yelling, I can't see, I can't see, I can't see. Like, that's super sad. Yeah. I would have rather him play it understated. I mean, he's a kid, whatever. But I would have rather the director's been like, just have him like crying and then just being like saying, I can't see. The way he's screaming it, it it kind of, it's a little shrill. And I was like, I don't, I don't i'm having a hard time i'm having a hard time being empathetic because i want you to shut up um (laughs) okay (laughs) just have him keep
1: playing it until he's hoarse and he can't do it and he has to do it understated (laughs) (laughs) no
0: but but that is that is the probably the only thing on this entire series that i've been annoyed by everything else has been just hitting on all cylinders i kind of love that
1: they shoot it like a horror movie too huh in in what way like, when you look at, like, it's not really so much during the daytime shots, but, um, like, the daytime shots are mostly... Have um, there been any daytime
0: shots? <laughs> there haven't
1: been many. Well, yeah, but when they do that, they're always, they've are always they always got some sort of a character going on. It's almost like a little, like a thriller or something, but at the nighttime shots, like, you've got the shaky cam going on, everything is so dimly lit. The Like, the cinematography, like, the way the shots are blocked, it's like a, a modern horror film. Like you're waiting for the boogeyman to jump out of the shadows at you.
0: It definitely has and, the setting of a horror film. All the Hell's Kitchen right. sets look
1: really dingy. I feel like I'm watching a Saw movie. Yeah, that's what I. Yeah, that's that's part of what I was thinking is like the the way the lighting is and the way they they use the. Uh, they, it almost looks uh, like a primitive sort of uh, handy cam situation. Huh. As I, opposed I feel, <laughs> at night, it almost feels like Daredevil's the hero, but the city
0: itself is like the villain surrounding all of these characters that we're gonna growing to care about. You know, like all these citizens yeah. that we're supposed to care about, and the city itself has just this disease that's ravaged it so hard. And yeah. I, Hell's um,
1: Kitchen is like, would you like to drink an eel?
0: <laughs> we drank the eel! We drank the eel. Oh, it's so good. Alright, well we really need to uh, wrap it up. Um yes, hope we do. you guys all enjoyed uh our cast today we'll be back tomorrow with talk about episode three and i think dave's going to be my guest on that one as well right dave uh i believe so yeah yeah all right cool unless well, you just won't have me <laughs> <laughs> well guys we are the marvel cinematic universe podcast i'm matt carroll uh, and you've been listening to dave robertson from maladjusted.tv check him out over there uh, we're in partnership with 45 Magazine. That's 45-magazine.com. Um, if you'd like to leave us a any kind of feedback, you can hit us up at at MCUCast on Twitter, mcucast.wordpress.com, facebook.com slash mcucast, or just email us at mcucast at gmail.com. If you'd like to leave a voicemail, give us a call at 573-CAST-MCU. I would love to be able to play some of your voicemails on the upcoming Daredevil casts. Um... We will talk to you guys soon. Uh, We'll uh, we'll be out with
1: episode three on tomorrow. Go find someone to hit with a fire extinguisher. Oh, by the way, that was so American Psycho. Oh my God, so American Psycho. (laughs) (laughs)